Good evening. This is Colonel Reginald Fitzwilliams. Welcome to Gentlemen Debate. A program that provides a platform for men of character, both high and low, to discuss and debate topics that range from the most genteel to the utterly horrific. A gathering of both experts in certain circles and those who have just begun to explore the subtleties of intellectual conquest. Idiots. And here is your host for this week's program, Cletus, whose intellect could only be compared to that of a lobotomized rabbit. Thank you, Colonel. Welcome to the fifth episode of Gentlemen's Debate. This is a podcast where we debate topics about the world that we've all questioned at one point in our lives. There's two segments in our show. First segment, where we debate a topic that we had 30 minutes to study each and research on. The second one, where I, my host, came up with a funny question, and my co-hosts do not know it. They don't, they're not, they're not, they have no idea. Not even one, not, not even one clue of, of what the topic could be, but there's no winners of that one. And it is I, Cletus, again, because Ethan gave up his hosting duties. For Speaking this... Of, Debate we are doing. Speaking I haven't given them up yet. It's still mine. Speaking of which, let's introduce our co-host here. We got Fizzy Wig on one side. Hello. And we got Ethan on the other. Hello. All right, Fizzy Wig. How was your week to this week? Not too bad, Cletus. You know, it's um. I keep saying it's warming up here in Michigan in March, but it's really not. It's still cold. I'm kind of sick of the cold. And I know you probably miss it, you you know, being from the south and moving up here to Detroit can't be all that great for you either. But I'm I'm good. I'm ready to ready to debate tonight. I like the topic. All right. What about you, Ethan? Uh I'm feeling pretty good. I I I don't I don't know. I'm just mostly tired. Well, my friend called me over for for a moving project, and you always know how those go. They call you up and they start like, oh, how's your week? It's been long, been long. Oh, hey, by the way, can you help me move? It's always just, oh, my goodness. You spend your, you waste your whole Saturday moving this guy's junk out of his house. Can't be great Make, in this cold. He's the one lifting his fine feather collection and he tosses your kid's playset onto you. So, you know, Play like. Set. He tosses his you, entire playset on makes me. Makes you carry carry his kid's playset by hand to his house. Where That's just he, how it is. What What's he doing moving a playset in March? He was moving to his new house. Ugh, jeez. So mine wasn't that great. But anyway. So he literally didn't want to buy a truck and just move everything. He just moved it by hand. Yep. Why buy a truck when you can rent a Cletus? Exactly. Well, he didn't really rent him. He kind of just forced him into doing it. Yeah, you can never say no or else he'll be like, well, that's never fun. No. All right. Well, let's get into the debate. I will not make age an issue of this campaign. I am not going to exploit my opponent's youth and inexperience. I knew Jack Kennedy. Jack Kennedy was a friend of mine. Senator, you're no Jack Kennedy. You mentioned the Navy, for example. 
and that we have fewer ships than we did in 1916. Well, Governor, we also have fewer horses and bayonets. That's what this campaign is about. It's not only what's your philosophy and what's your position on issues, but can you get things done? It's time for a topic for debate. All right, all right. Now on to the topic for debate. Today's topic is out of the 10 most expensive things in the world, which one is the most useless? Ooh. And, uh, and uh, we, got, we got one of them fancy articles that Fizzywig here is going to read off about the top 10 most expensive goodies you yes. can get. So, so yes, um, you wanted me to read this article. So this is from Money, Inc., and this is from about a year ago. And it's the 20 most expensive things in the world, but we've narrowed it down to 10. And so, Cletus, if I understood you correctly, I'm going to read off this list of 10 items, and then we're going to pick which one is the most useless. Correct. Or the, is so the biggest ripoff, eh? Yep. All right. So here is the top 10. I'm, I narrowed the 20 down to 10 just to, just because we're this is only an hour-long podcast. So the first one is a hula bird feather which costs $10,000, a single feather. Um, this is no ordinary feather. It's the hula, the hula, oh, I said hula, but it's a huya, H-U-I-A. And this was uh, from New Zealand, and it was once used to decorate the wardrobe of the Maori chiefs. And uh, I guess this bird is extinct, but now it's a novelty and highly collectible. So one of these extinct bird feathers is 10 grand. Ooh. The next thing on the, on the list is a parking spot in Manhattan that cost a million dollars. And then the next one we have is a gold-plated Bugatti Veyron. It's a Bugatti car. And this one was $10 million. And this was a um, particular model was customized to meet the specs of a certain billionaire in the Middle East. And that is number three on the list. Number four, and this one is interesting, a magnetic floating bed for $1.6 million. I wonder what that would feel like. Well, this is interesting. This it's um it's not visual manipulation. This bed actually floats off the ground, and it's amazing some new technology that uses a magnetic system to keep the bed suspended. They actually have to tie like ropes to it so it doesn't float away, and it literally is rated to support a weight of about two thousand pounds. Hmm. So that's interesting. That's number Eight. four. It probably I think it probably feel like a normal bed. I'm guessing. And then uh, number five on the list is a crystal piano that was $3.2 million, and it was used in the Olympic Games in Beijing, but you can actually have one of these built for you. Uh, that's number five. And then n number six, and this one is the coolest sounding on the list. This is the History Supreme Yacht, and it's $4.5 billion. And it's essentially made out of platinum and solid gold, and then... All of this, a bunch of the statues on board are made with actual dinosaur bones, and it's it, it actually uses a hundred thousand kilograms of pure gold. And that's it, pretty it, dumb. That's pretty dumb. That's and they have that's stupid. And the decor is made from um, miniature meteorites and T Rex bones. <laughs> so so that's number six, the history supreme yacht. Number seven is saffron, which is a spice, which is actually eleven dollars a gram. And if you have expensive tastes, uh, you can buy this spice. And then number uh, eight is antimatter, which antimatter. This, antimatter. This is the most expensive on the list, 
It's $62.5 trillion per gram antimatter. And then Wait, number really? Of, yep. I yep. have several of those in my drawer. Oh, you have some antimatter? Yeah. It's kind of weird. Well, I guess it's extremely unstable. See, I opened being... one up and it kind of exploded. Ah. Yeah. Okay. That wasn't fun. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I should go sell those then. Yeah, $62.5 million trillion dollars a gram. Is it? Are you sure you have antimatter? It's not just antifreeze? Well, it's red and it has a like it has a fuse on it. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's that's a stick. stick. That's a stick of dynamite. Oh. Yep. That will anti some matter. That'll anti some matter. Never mind. On to the next one. Number nine on the list is the hot Jolieri from Chopard wristwatch for twenty five million dollars, and and I'm going to spell this. It's H A U T E. J-O-A-I-L-L-E-R-I-E, and it's Chopard is who made this watch. And it looks like a, it looks like a, a really gaudy Easter egg. And then that's number nine. And then number 10 on the list, the last one, um, drum roll, is a $295 hamburger called the Leiburger Extravagant. And it's uh, offered at uh, this restaurant in New York City called the Serendipity Three, and you get it with a diamond encrusted toothpick. So a uh, two hundred ninety-five dollar hamburger. So that's the list. Um, Neat. Back to you, Cletus. All right. So now we're going to state our positions. So basically, which one of them thingamajiggers we think is the worst, which is clearly the antimatter. That's just in my opinion. What? It's gotta be. The antimatter? That's that's like the so the biggest ripoff for the most useless? Most useless. You realize you can destroy the universe with antimatter. What Wait, what? You that's not that useless. It's it's useless. So the thing the problem is the problem is is after you destroy the universe, you're dead, right? Yes. Oh, oh, How did you get any use out of that? <laughs> that's a good point. Please. How are you able to buy that is my question. All right, let's say our positions, boys. Okay, okay. My position is antimatter. And uh, what's your position, Fizzy Wig? Well, I'm going to go with saffron, and let me tell you why. I, I actually saw this stuff in Walmart. I was in the spice aisle, and I saw all the little spices like cinnamon and nutmeg and uh, the peppers and all of that. And then all of a sudden, I see a security device on a on a jar, a little jar of spice, and I'm like, "What the heck? I'm in a row at Walmart, and there's a spice that has a security device on it, and it was a thirty six dollars for this little tiny jar of saffron." And I saw, I looked inside, and it was like it looked like a, a like pencil shavings, like tiny. And then I saw, um, you know how it says per ounce, like if you buy a, bo- a box of Lucky Charms, it'll say like thirty three cents an ounce. $296 an ounce for saffron. And, uh, and I guess it's a great tasting herb with some health benefits, but who cares? I'm not paying that much for a spice. It's ridiculous. That's my position. All right, on to you, Mr. Ethan. Uh, well, if I'm going to be honest, I think the most useless is the watch. Because literally, it's like $2.5 million, was it? Yeah, twenty five. $25 million. Sorry. I got that wrong. It's even worse. Well, um, why would you want a watch that's $25 million? It's just a watch. It tells you the time. 
Well, it's covered with gems, but it is ugly. And, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, why would you want that? Like, to show off to your friends a piece, like an egg? Hey, look at this egg strapped to my arm. It's looking fantastic. <laughs> Which obviously spend my money well if I bought this egg on my arm. That was $25 million. Yeah, and our see, listeners, it's our listeners it. should take a picture, see a picture of this thing, because you can't even tell it. You see the time on it. Like the diamonds cover up the time. I agree, Ethan. That's pretty useless. Yeah, so I, I, I'm just going to go out and say the watch is probably the most horrible item you could buy. Like, why? Just g- give me a reason why. So, Cletus, I'm, I'm dying to know. Your, I know your position is antimatter, but um, I'd like to hear more. Well, let's say you're, you're, uh, you're, you're old Jim Jom Joe, right? You're old, just, you're some random guy. And you're walking down the street, and someone comes up to you and says, "What would you rather have? This bottle of saffron, the the watch, or the antimatter? But you but you can't resell them. You just have to keep them. Okay. What would you get the most use out of? <laughs> antimatter. <laughs> well, Definitely not the antimatter. Antimatter. But in antimatter, you can fuel spaceships. You can destroy the universe. You can, you can, you know, the Starship Enterprise in Star Trek. But you, antimatter. What are you? Do you have a spaceship? (laughs) Yes, it's in my backyard. I I do not. I do not have a spaceship, Cletus. No. I have. uh, What are you going to do with antimatter? But if you had, if a gram of antimatter cost sixty-two million trillion dollars, you could buy a spaceship. You can't resell it. Oh, you can't just resell the You just have some antimatter. I was thinking, like, you could practically show that to a scientist. He would go nuts. And, like, imagine what you could do with it. He but the saffron, at least at least you can make a lot of stuff out of saffron. There's yeah. a lot of recipes that require and, saffron. And you're saying you can't do anything with antimatter? I mean, seriously. Well, but I'm, saffron is a lot more usable than antimatter. You don't need a spaceship to use saffron. Yeah, so, but if you have a spaceship, or you could go to someone who also and has any, and a spaceship. Any dumb, it's, the, the topic is the most use. Yeah, you can use it for a lot of but things. But compared to a watch and a spice, I mean... Well, you're probably um, going to use it for a particle accelerator, too. That's how they do make it. you have a particle, ex- particle accelerator? A few. <laughs> now, just to just to bring some cold hard facts to this here, guys. You know how Fizzywig loves his facts. I'm I'm I got something that's going to support you here, Cletus. So I'm going to go to CERN's website, and CERN is the um, European Organization for um, Nuclear Research. So the only way to get antimatter today is through one of these hadron colliders or a particle accelerator. Like you guys said, they're, they're not readily available. And here's the problem with antimatter. When antimatter and regular matter touch, they destroy each other, and they release tons of energy in the form of radiation. So kind of to your point, if Jimmy Job Bo, Joe Bob is walking down the street and he was to purchase some antimatter, the second he would touch it, he would explode and uh, release a bunch of gamma radiation. Oh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> it's absolutely useless. At least you can make some salad with your saffron and yeah. hardly tell the time with that dumb watch. I mean, you 
I know. Have you seen that watch? That watch is ridiculous. But at least you can hold it in your hand. Antimatter, you need to have a particle physics laboratory like CERM or Fermilab. You, you don't need a, a, a particle accelerator to hold that watch. You can well, actually... okay. So... All right. Well, I have to go take a tinkle. <laughs> All right. All right, Cletus. Go take your tinkle. Uh, I think well, this debate got Cletus excited. Well, but I, I was just thinking... Like, you know, if you put an antimatter in a sandwich, do you have okay. any idea how great that would be? I mean, <laughs> it would explode. I mean, imagine all the flavor you'd have. Well, I have a question, Ethan. If antimatter can't touch regular matter, how could it even touch air? Like how, like a jar of peanut butter, you open a jar of peanut butter, you get a knife, you spread the peanut butter on the bread when you're making the sandwich. If that jar of peanut butter was antimatter... You'd open the jar and everything would just explode. Well, so you, you couldn't yeah. make a sandwich out of antimatter unless you put it in a container. You, it does have to be in a special container, and and I guess if you have enough antimatter, even if it's stored correctly, um, the gamma radiation alone would be enough to kill you or cause serious harm. So your well, skin would just melt off before you could even make the sandwich. Yeah, radi radiation's never a fun sight, but I mean, hey, it's worth it. You sink your teeth in that. Release the antimatter. Do you have any idea how good that would taste before you explode into a million bits? I'm gonna Google this. What does antimatter taste like? Taste like. Okay. I'm just curious what comes up in Google when I when I type this in. Cletus has returned. So ah. we were just a bit. We were just trying to figure out what antimatter tastes like, and the the closest thing. What antimatter tastes like? Yeah. Yeah. You just um, said if you touch it, you explode. So, um, hey, we just got to wonder here, man. Oh, uh, this, uh, whenever you type this in on Google, you get a bunch of dad jokes. Like, if if I drank coffee made of antimatter, would it taste like regular coffee? And the, the answer is no, it would taste just the exact opposite of regular coffee. So, and if you say it, whatever it tastes like, like if it tastes like Bigfoot, antimatter. Bigfoot would would taste the opposite of regular Bigfoot. People eat Bigfoot. Well, no. Remember, uh, Cletus. Cletus wanted to get some Bigfoot meat, so I was just trying to bring it home for Cletus. Cletus, when would this happen? I do not oh. remember. It's on the previous episode. No, the previous episode when we found out there was a law um, against Bigfoot. He he wanted to he wanted to violate that law because he wanted to hunt a Bigfoot to see what he tasted like. Oh yes, I remember this. Yep. Yep. Yes. So I think How we've gotten off please. track, Cletus. You you need to pull us back in here. We we've we've been talking okay, about so basically what my what my position here is is that the topic is the most useless, and the watch you could tell time and it's worth like some something or the biggest ripoff, not just useless. Yeah, but antimatter. Well, here's the thing: you put it in a scenario that you cannot sell it, but. If you're in a real, like, world, do you have any idea how much scientists would pay to get their hands on antimatter? Yeah, but what are you physically going to use it for? It's useless. Completely useless. useless to you. I mean, really. I'm just, okay, it is probably useless. Let's go after that. But I win. He said no, it's useless. No, just wait. You could sell it for a lot more than you could sell it for a watch. And it is not useless to the scientists who can actually use it. What the heck are scientists going to do with the watch? 
What? They could do so boy. much discoveries with an antimatter. You could do so much with it if you were a scientist and you, they were in the right hands. What could they do with you a could, diamond encrusted You block? physically could do a lot with saffron, right? You physically could make yeah. a lot of things. Well, we're not only talking about us. We're it's talking an herb. about everybody. But anyway, saffron um, is a herb which has healthy uses. So See, that's useful. It's useful. Okay, I, I have an idea here, guys. How about if I look up the practical application of antimatter, and then I'll look up the practical application of a watch, and we'll kind of list it out and see which one which one is more valuable. So, okay, here is the applications of antimatter, and this is according to the University of Texas. So the first thing you can do with antimatter, you can create antiprotons, and you can send protons near the speed of light. So you could you could actually start to make things move does very this, fast. Does this require uh, particle accelerator? It doesn't say. I, uh, why would it? Why would this? Like it doesn't matter what it requires. I mean, if it's useful, even with the particle accelerator. Yeah, like a watch requires a battery to use it. You know. Yeah. A, a, because if it requires those two items, therefore they're both useful for something. Uh, they're required to do something. So here's a couple of here's a couple of more things you can do with. You can initiate fission, which you can use to um, generate thrust in a spacecraft, or you could blow up the universe. You can uh, you can create electromagnetic fields uh, with antiproton plasma. And a watch, I'm pretty sure you can only tell time. Still pretty useful. Well, because... actually, I was just looking up here. This watch actually has a bunch of diamonds, and diamonds are the hardest thing on Earth, so you could... You could cut your anti-proton sandwich, or you could cut something with the with the watch. Ah, you know, uh, yes. You could cut, um, you know, anything you needed to cut. Diamond-tipped uh, saws are used to cut like um, masonry bricks, so you could. Yeah, but here's the thing: it's not sharp. It's a watch. It's currently a watch, and you can't use it unless you go sharpen the diamonds. I mean, you could do that, but that would basically just break the entire point of having the watch. But you, but you could. Yeah, you you could use the diamond. You know what also would happen if you broke that? You'd break the antimatter if you did all that goobly gawk. You break the antimatter. Yeah, I think the antimatter just pushes those anti those protons along. Yeah. They don't say that they're gonna destroy the antimatter in the process. Although it's, it's, uh, no, it it's, does. Oh, really? You, it does. I'm an expert. You're an expert, Cletus. <laughs> Cletus, I had no idea you were. Particle physicist was your it was in your your bag of tricks. It's his uh, it's his second calling. Particle physics, yeah. Now you guys are overlooking saffron mine here. Um, yes, it's completely completely it's, useful. Is it's yeah, useful? Yeah, because it's healthy. But and it's quite cheap. Like you can buy it in the store. I mean, compared to what you have to pay for both of ours, that's kind of cheap. Well, setting aside the cost. Antimatter is definitely uh, the most expensive thing in the list. But as far as being a ripoff, saffron, you buy some saffron and you're like, ooh, that's tasty. I, I, I put it on my Cheerios. But antimatter, anti -matter, you, can, you can almost travel the speed of light. So a little, a little spice versus the speed of light, I'm like, come on, way more useful. Yeah, but here, here's, here's the thing. That, that is very true. But can you eat my watch? Does it taste good? Well, no. can can you use the watch for anything else than just telling time? 
Well, I think before we answer that question, we should find out what saffron tastes like because I think we know that what diamonds taste like, like nothing. I mean, if it's expensive, it probably tastes pretty good. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up here in a minute. But antimatter, you can't taste. I have the I I looked up on Google what what saffron tastes like, and this is from thekitchen.com, and it says saffron has a very subtle flavor and aroma. Some say it's floral. Some say it's like honey. And some would say it's just pungent. The flavor can be hard to nail down and describe. Ooh, so it's unique. It's unique, but it, you know, if it's like honey, you're going to pay $11 for a gram. People keep saying it has different tastes, so it's kind of hard to Hard to nail down. Yeah. So it's got a unique type of taste to it. So that's yeah. useful. I can't believe none of you guys picked the History Supreme yacht. I mean, that. well, I guess it's a boat, so... You could go to the Bahamas. You you could uh, get all the ladies. You can't get any ladies with my watch. They'll look at it once and say, "What? what why are you wearing an egg on your arm?" It looks like a uh, just a crazy fancy Easter egg. It looks like somebody took a peep and covered it with diamonds. Exactly. See, you can get so much stuff out of eating flavored, unique taste here. And then you can do so much with antimatter. You can make like a spaceship and all that stuff. Yeah, Even but are you going to make a spaceship? It's pretty hard to make no, a spaceship. No, not me, but it doesn't specify me making a spaceship. It just says the most useless. It's pretty it's pretty useless for the average Joe. Yeah, but it's not <laughs> yeah, it's not for the scientists though. You use it for a lot. That's a good point. I guess it it really depends on your point of view. If you're a scientist, Antimatter just gets your juices flowing, but just your average Joe, you know, walking through Walmart and he's like, uh, antimatter. Yeah. I, I, what about the $295 hamburger? I mean, come on. What's, is that any better than a Whopper? Well, at least it tastes like something. But yeah. anyway, I, I gotta, I gotta defend my argument again here. So you can do, scientists can do stuff with, with the antimatter. And the average yeah, they also Joe, can do stuff with the watch that can tell time. Yeah, because it can tell time, but that's literally it. They can do so much with antimatter, and the uh, type of whatever, whatever that spice is called, I don't know. Saffron. Saffron, Saffron, that's what it's called. You can actually taste that, and it's really unique. If it has, like, a different type of taste, that could be a weird experience, but it could be fun, too. What the heck could are you going to do with an ugly watch that costs $25 million? Well... I just, I, I want to throw one more argument in here. Antimatter and the watch actually can work together because antimatter, if you use it to propulse antiprotons to make protons go faster, as you get closer and closer and closer to the speed of light, time is going to start to shift. Or, and I, I can't remember the exact physics here, but so you're going to need that Easter egg watch to tell time while you're using your antimatter to propel yourself closer to the speed of light. So those two things both have use. But when you're traveling close to the speed of the light, you have no need for something that sort of tastes like honey and is $11 a gram. Oh, that's true. But you also could use it as food if you're starving on a tiny island in the middle of nowhere. There is a lot more uses for a food item than a watch and some antimatter. Yeah, yeah but this food item is like a... It's like the size of pencil shavings. And it just I mean, tastes like yeah, honey. Yeah, but like people... Go after that stuff because it's one. How? It's what is the market for this? If it's sold, it all right, all right, all right, all right. Let me just let me just bring it here. Obviously, it's useful because it's sold in the Walmart. The Walmart's the most practical place on this planet. 
Yes, you need it. It's in there. You want to know why antimatter isn't on in there or this egg watch? Because you don't need it. <laughs> Saffron's in there because yes. you need it. Uh, you I need agree with Cletus on this. Wait a minute. Okay. Do you need saffron, saffron no, or is it just flavor in your food? Yeah, I don't think wait, you it's can... a want item. I it's mean, a it... want item. All, all so of... are all of these. Yeah. Like, why do you want, why do you need my watch? Well, okay. I, I'm going to humor To tell Rob. time? Why not get like a $3 My Little Pony watch you can get at the store? <laughs> I, I'm just to, just to kind of close out Cletus's argument here. Can you survive on saffron? Because you said it's a food item. It, it's still, I think, a you watch. You need a lot of saffron. <laughs> you would. But at least but you could survive off of it. Actually, so here's what's here's the plant that's saffron. Considering the thing that is the mo- you the thing that you chose to argue is literally one of the three things you need to survive. You picked a pretty bad choice here. Now wait a minute. Wait a minute. So the saffron comes from a plant called the Crocus sativus. It's commonly known as the saffron crocus. Grown in the Dayton area. They actually uh-huh. grow it in Dayton, Ohio? Wow. I'm going to see if this plant, this saffron crocus, is poisonous. Because if it's poisonous, you, you can't, you, you, you can spice stuff with it, but you can't eat it. So I'm going to, I'm going to check this right here. Is the saffron crocus poisonous? Crocus. Oh boy. Okay. Here we go. The autumn crocus, known as the metal saffron or the naked lady, is highly toxic. And can cause severe gastrointestinal. What about signs. saffron itself, though? Let me finish. Plant. Let me finish. Then it's highly toxic and can cause severe gastrointestinal signs: drooling, vomiting, gastrointestinal bleeding, bloody liver and kidney damage, even death. The same stuff that Viagra can cause as a side effect. So, there we go. Well, it must be pretty useful. Doesn't seem too bad to me. Uses. I mean, I mean, really, it, I agree with Cletus on this. I mean, if it has the same effects as Viagra, well, then ooh. well, compare matter- that to if you touch red matter or whatever it's called, you literally explode. <laughs> yes, literally. Well, you know what? I'm I'm coming around now. Um, saffron and antimatter can kill you. The watch can't. But the people who make the watch can. <laughs> that's that's a good point. Yeah, because who do you think mines the diamonds for them, and where might that be? South Africa or Africa? Correct. The blood diamonds. Yes. Uh, does Chopard um, does Chopard use blood diamonds when they manufacture? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I don't think the company would release them. Okay, guys. Them. So what we're getting at here is that fizzy wigs is a food item. It has use. Ethan's is a watch. It has one use, and mine is red matter. It has use to very few. Antimatter, not red Antimatter, matter. which has use to very few. So I guess the real question is here, how many people can use it and how useful it is for those people? So what do you say, Cletus? Should we state our final arguments and vote on it? This was very contentious yes, today. Yes, state, state our final arguments here. It could very- be any, it's anyone's game. It's, it's anyone's game. We've been very passionate today. I hope our friendships aren't ruined over this. Uh, you know, I, I, I can tell how passionate you guys are. Don't worry. I, I, I love you guys. You guys <laughs> want some mushrooms? <laughs> I don't know. If you guys like saffron, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if I can associate with you anymore. Hey. Cletus won't even give me a ride on his History Supreme yacht. I'm very, very upset by that. Cletus owns the History Supreme ride? Can I have a ride? 
I own the history supreme yet? That's what Fizzywig said. No, I, I Cletus picked me up last week when um, we went out for lunch, and he picked me up in his uh, 72 Pinto, which is actually probably worth a lot of money, too. 72 Pinto. You mean the car that literally explodes if, like, you hit it in the back? Yeah, but there, there were some money these days. All right, let's state our final arguments. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fizzywig, state your final argument. All right. So Laying down the hammer. <laughs> you got to rein us in, Cletus. So my final argument is why I believe saffron is the most useless and the biggest ripoff of the most expensive items in the world is it, um, it's a spice that tastes kind of like honey. And I'll, I'll bet you for a lot less money, you could find something that sort of tastes like saffron and be just as happy. So that's my, that's my final argument. Okay, it's my turn to pick my final argument. My final argument here is that although antimatter is very useful, it's only useful to a certain amount of people. So it's only useful to probably 0.001% of society, where a watch is useful to pretty much everyone that has a wrist. So like 99% of society. And saffron is pretty much useful to anyone that can cook. So like 20% of society. So Only 20% of society can cook? Oh, sorry. I interrupt your argument. So what I'm trying to say here is that antimatter is not very usable for most people. In day-to-day life. In day-to-day life. All right. Now it's time for Ethan to state his final arguments. Well, all right. I- I'm going to have to say uh, my watch... I think it's completely useless. It, 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 you can only do one thing. It can tell time, and it looks super ugly. You're not going to get any of the ladies with it, or men, if you're if the ladies are listening to. I wouldn't be surprised if there's literally none. But Cletus's argument there for antimatter, I, I think it's kind of dumb because you could use so much stuff with antimatter if you were a scientist. And I, I think Fizzywig's argument, you could eat the the spice my my argument for all this is my watch is completely useless the you have one use time you can tell time that that's literally it so you're but, saying the cost per use because you can get a watch anywhere where you can't really get animator and saffron that easy yeah but anyway like the cost for a regular watch i mean you could probably get it for like three dollars Really? I mean, you could get any watch in the world. Why would you get an ugly watch that looks like an egg from Easter that's $25 million that tells you time? Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. All right. Time for voting. I'm going to go first. Ethan's going to go second. Fizzy Wig's going to go third. The rules are you got to vote once. You can only vote for one person. You can't vote for yourself. And da-da-da-da-da, yeah. Let's get on with it. I'm going to vote for Ethan. Hey. You're going to vote for, You're going to vote for the watch? For the, the watch. watch. All right, Ethan, your turn to vote. Uh All right. Cuz I'm I'm a big fan of science. Oh, you. Yeah. But I'm I gonna mean I kicked you off this show. And... <laughs> <laughs> Please, I'm the one who wrote the show. I just gave you host privileges. This is getting tense. <laughs> I'm gonna kick. My argument was so great. You just 
Love Giants. All right, I, I retract my vote. I vote for Fizzywig. Wait a minute, what's this vote? I didn't even hear. You I'm voting for, for Antimatter. You're voting yeah. for Antimatter. Yeah. Oh. Antimatter really, it, it's kind of useless unless you're a scientist. Oh, ha, look at that. Yeah, it's because you, you, you can buy it for like $32 at, at the store for the spice. And I mean, that that's pretty useful because you can eat it. All right, and, all I right. Mean, it, it can spice up the... So really nice it's time meals. for the tiebreaker. So it's time for the tiebreaker here. Neither of you guys voted for Saffron, so I'm once it's again, the- I'm, I'm going to go home empty-handed. So my vote, so it's either be voting if... You're the tiebreaker here. Play some dramatic music. So I either vote if antimatter is more useless or a watch is more useless. And I'm really torn here because both come in handy when you're close to the speed of light. Uh, actually, the animator. Anyways, <laughs> I, I'm going to have to vote for the most useless thing oh. is that stupid watch. I, I, oh, my God. How is that <laughs> stupid watch more useful than any? That is the All ugliest, right. ugliest, most. That is the biggest ripoff I've ever seen. All, I right, all right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you, Fizzywig. Keep going. No, that's it. My vote is for the watch. All right. All right. Well, you guys can do your funny question. You well, can... Cletus, Cletus, don't go away angry. Don't go away. Don't be like that. I should have won. He should have won. So I'm going to do the official tally here. So um, <laughs> on the episode five of Gentleman's Debate, the um, most useless... Extremely expensive item is the hot Julier wash. From it's Chopin. not the most. <laughs> it's, not. it's not the most. Uh, no, this one's going to be up to the four viewers that we have. <laughs> if you okay. guys think it's antimatter, please tell us. You have a lot more than four people. They usually watch all right, this. all right. We well, will then, it up vote. To at any time, the visitors can email us or anything, they can email us or tweet us or uh, and tell us that we're wrong. So maybe tell us, please tell tell these buffoons <laughs> who's who's right. Oh, and I, I'm just gonna point this out because like literally no one's been doing this. They, they watched the entire video, but they haven't been doing this. Nobody has been raving, and we're the big sad. We don't know if you guys like it or not. So if 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 you could give us a rating, that would be nice. Give us some feedbacks on the iTunes. Yes, or or All anywhere right. else, whatever you're listening to it on. So the official tally, uh, it's e- fit Ethan one for episode five. So so far, the official gentleman debate record for the podcasts through episode five is Ethan is two, Cletus is one. And I'm a big fat zero. All right. Well, anyway, anyway, let's get on to have a funny question. Mr. Zuckerberg, would you be comfortable sharing with us the name of the hotel you stayed in last night? Um, <laughs> uh, no. You drank on weekdays, yes or no? Uh, in the summer... When we went over to Timmy's house on July 1st, that would indicate yes. Yes, in other words, that, that July 1st reference to skis, went over for skis, that's brewskis, correct? 
And after Tobin, sir, sir, I just need a yes or no. That brewski's right. Well, I need to explain in context. I'm not a fan of the government doing anything, but I've got to ask, why isn't the government doing anything? Maybe this ag jobs bill would help. I don't know. Like most members of Congress, I haven't read it. And now onto the final segment of the program. I have a funny question. Well, boys, we gotta go fast. That was quite long. But anyway, today's... I have a funny question. Well, let me, uh, let me explain the rules first. This is the second segment of Gentlemen's Debate where uh, we debate on a funny question that I know, but my co-hosts don't know. And there's no winners or losers. They just debate it. So today's I have a funny question is if you had a million dollars... Million buckaroos, a million smackaronis, but you could only spend it one day. What would you buy and why? Oh, interesting. so a unicorn, Ethan. What would you buy and why? I don't know. In one day, well, if only if only dragons existed. Well, <laughs> well, if I'm gonna have to be honest, uh, I'd, I'd buy a unicorn. Real, <coughs> uh, yeah, real thing. You gotta buy something that's real, I think. Wait, the unicorns aren't real? <laughs> Wait, hold up. Hold up. Uh, like Bigfoot, you guys keep saying stuff that's that's perfectly well true is fake. Now, remember how we uh how Cletus bought Abraham Lincoln in a jar on eBay? You did are there unicorns on eBay? Yeah. It's it's a pony. And it's got a horn on it, so must be unicorn. I'm gonna see if there are any unicorns on eBay. Uh, probably eBay. Now the there's all sorts of unicorn memorabilia, uh, but no unicorns. They probably don't allow you to sell mythological creatures on eBay. Dang it! Well, all right. Second choice. Uh, let's see. Uh, Russian tank. <laughs> Probably a tank. I could I could just drive up to McDonald's and order something in it. Oh, I, I just tank. like ha- I have the idea of just going up and like in a one of those. I forget what they call them. Wait, no, I remember the name. Uh, it's a Yushanka, like the the Russians wear for the cold, and it has like the the has the Russian star on it. And then <coughs> I come up in a I come up in a giant Russian tank, and then I go in a Russian accent and up to the I'm like. Can I uh, can I order a uh, fry and a uh, uh, chicken nugget? Yes, yeah, that would be awesome. Just imagining that. And one day, oh, yeah, I'd there go was by a it. there was a video by by some guy that was doing that. He bought a so I, I think the the best Russian tank was the T thirty four. I think that was the World War two tank. And there's there was just a um, there's just an article on that and tasking task and purpose that says Russia's pricing new tank can't top the T-34, which is still growing strong. Although I don't think that's from World War II. Oh, yeah, it is World War II. The old T-34. I wonder how much those cost. I bet you they're more than a million dollars, though. Sorry, Ethan. I got excited when you say you were going to buy a tank. Tanks sound awesome. All right, so, please, who who, who do we got to say next? All right, all right. Busy week, what? Would you buy with one million dollars in one day? Oh, one day for a million dollars. Um, well, Ethan took mine. I wanted to get a tank. Um, 
But um, I think if I had a million dollars, I well, as you guys know, I'm I'm a geek. I I I'm embedded in geek culture, so I would probably try to recreate the bridge of the USS Enterprise. I'd probably buy the 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 original Enterprise Star Trek bridge in my basement, and then I would just reenact um, my favorite episodes. Oh. I would hire different uh, actors to play the parts, and I'd have you know, and and probably have Lieutenant a hero there with me. So that's that's what I would that's what I'd do. I was expecting an army of like sexy robots or something. No, I I probably should say you know something humanitarian. Like I should take the million dollars and I should, you know, give it to the poor, donate it to charity, and uh, I I probably would do that. But if if setting all that aside, if it was like pure fantasy, I would definitely do the bridge of the the SS Enterprise. So Cletus, what would, what would you buy with a million dollars? Well, as you know, I like. I like I like a lot of things, but there's one thing in particular that I would buy. And Giant tractor. You hit the nail on the head. <laughs> nah, you, How did I, I guess? I hold, hold on, hold on. She man. thinks my tractor's sexy. That's a stupid song. There, that is a stupid song. You can get so much quality items for ten for a million dollars. You can get big tractors. $30,000 for your basic tractor, right? I could get so many. Tra- I'd, get, I'd get a tractor. I'd get one of them big harvester thingamajiggies. And I'd, I'd, get, a, I'd get a tractor. Wait, what, what, did you, what do you even do for a living out there, Cletus? I don't know. I just never could, never could afford a tractor. Then, then what do you make money off of? We thought you farmed. No, I said I work in the plants. Oh, okay. GM plant. Oh, I see. You work in a car plant. I'm going to move to a Ford plant soon, though. They're laying off employees, and I don't like it spooking me. But that's beside the fact. I get a tractor. Wow. Yeah. Well, anyway, guys, I think this is the conclusion of I Have a Funny Question. Wait, Fizzy, wait, um, Fizzy, or I'm sorry, uh, Cletus, I, here's here's just to give you guys some ideas, just real quick, from toughnickel.com. Here's 10 things you can buy with a million dollars. You can buy a swanky New York apartment. You actually can buy an island. Um, you can buy one of those Bugatti Veyrons. You can buy a painting from a famous artist, some gorgeous jewelry. You can buy some rare vintage comics. You can You can plan a lavish getaway. You can buy a diamond-encrusted iPhone. There you go. Why would um, you want that? You, you can hire some domestic help, or you can revamp your look. Those were the, the top ten suggestions to do with a million dollars. I need to make myself look even more beautiful. <laughs> but all of those were so self-serving. Come on. Where, where's the humanity? Screw the humanity. humanity. <laughs> uh. It's already boned enough with all this, whatever they call global warming. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Cletus. I know we it's this has been a long one, and, and we got we got rather uh, salty in the first part. We were, we were starting to get angry with each other. So uh, um, if if I, you know what I would do, guys, if I had a million dollars, I I couldn't buy friends like you. I can tell you that. Yes, you. Can. Wait, you couldn't. 
I'll hang out you for a million dollars. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! What do you mean by couldn't? Is it is? Am I am I am I not that much money worth that much? Oh no, you're both worth you're both worth every penny. I mean, Cletus, you helped that guy move for free. I I, I can only imagine what you do for a million dollars. You'd probably uh, probably build me a new house or or paint it or something. Oh well. You'd be surprised what I'd do for a million dollars. I can imagine, Cletus. Uh, oh. Anyway, this concludes the fifth episode of Gentleman's Debate and not the second segment of the, the, the thing. It concludes it. It's over. Fifth episode is done. You can contact us at gentlemandebate.com at gmail.com. You can... Get us on Twitter or Facebook at pound sign gentleman debate, or you could you could you could find us on on iTunes at gentleman debate. And please, for goodness sake, give us a review. It's not that hard, folks. Just give us a dang review, <laughs> please. Just give us a dang review. You tell them, Cletus. You tell yeah, them. you tell them. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a review. We're begging you. Begging you. And, and tell us, uh, you know, give tell us, us who feedback. actually won that. Who actually won that debate? It was it was me. Please <laughs> tell us. But anyway, Cletus, you're for, supposed you're supposed to say any last words. Any 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 last words, folks? Before we no, I, I end it out. I just know that today got a little heated, and I want to let you guys know that I, I enjoy debating with you, and uh, I look forward to next week. So uh, this is Fizzy Wig signing off. All right. Uh, oh, uh, oh, 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 I, I interrupted the Okay. I still got the whole host complex going on. All right. But, All right. Any final words? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So please, please give us a rating. Just personally, please. Like, we got literally none. Like, you guys watch it, but then we, we don't know if you like it or not. So, please do that. And uh, I know today got heated as well, yes. But I found it to be very interesting how we were basically talking about fun. antimatter, a literal diamond-encrusted clock or hand watch. I feel like it was a fun time. That's, that's, that's all I gotta say. All right, well, anyway, I'm going to be signing off my uh, hosting duties here to to good old Ethan. Oh, I get him back. I told you they wouldn't be gone for long. You get him back. Well, anyway, see you guys next week. Thanks for listening.